Welcome to The Forbes Factor, featuring celebrity TV host, million-dollar entrepreneur, and renowned health and fitness superstar, Forbes Riley, a familiar face from TV, as well as one of today's most sought-after female motivational speakers today. You'll connect with some of the top experts in health and fitness, business, and personal development, as well as some surprise celebrities, all sharing their insight, tips, and tricks to finding true happiness. Now, here's your host, Forbes Riley. And there she is. Hello, 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 everybody. And welcome, welcome to the Forbes Factor. Can you believe that it's November? The November right before Thanksgiving. I know. Uh, let's start with how many things I'm grateful for. I don't know if you guys were listening last week, but I had just come home from an amazing tour. Let's see what's new in my world. One, a big speaking gig in Seattle. I trained a sales team, headed to Las Vegas. And then, of course, my beautiful man, Joshua Self, in Puerto Vallarta, Mexico, came in second in the world in bodybuilding. Yay, the crowd goes crazy. I will tell you, for a show that's devoted to health, wealth, and happiness, for the last seven months, this man has been on the vegetarian, strictest diet I've ever seen a human being do. And the problem with that is the more that he was strict, the more I seemed to eat. I think I gained 10 pounds while he became the fittest guy on the planet. All right, go figure, right? All right, but that brings us into Thanksgiving. And I do want to share with you guys as we're into the last, about last six weeks of the decade. I know we're all kind of fixated on the new year. You know, it's a funny thing. The new year is actually just another day. It's definitely just a mindset. And I will tell you, many of us want to leave a lot of this decade behind us. Um, I think it's been a little challenging for me. And I am looking forward to 2020, the year of vision, the year of insight, both internally and externally. And the big news that I have, especially for my friends on Facebook who can see this, is my latest book, What Have You Forbes Lately Just Launched? I am so ridiculously proud of this book. It is a collection of 36 entrepreneurs who manifested their dreams against all odds. My daughter is in the book, Joshua's in the book, and 34 other amazing uh, individuals who decided to come on my Forbes Factor journey with me. And we just did another Forbes Factor here in St. Pete. I'm going to give you guys that URL and tell you that if you are ready to play a bigger game, you've got to come to class. It's www.forbesfactorlive.com. Who is this right for? This is right for anybody who in their head says, wow, I think I could be doing better. Maybe I was meant for more. What is my purpose? And in three days, you not only experience a breakthrough, maybe one, maybe 10, maybe 100. Uh, sometimes there's crying involved, but there's always this look on people's faces of, oh my God, I finally have a direction. And I can't explain the magic in this class. All I know is I'm sad they don't teach it in high school. I'm sad they don't teach it in college. And I'm sad that I don't know who else even teaches this kind of a training. And it comes from, if you followed me for all these years, and some of you guys are such great fans and thank you, but it's come out of a lifetime of struggle, survival, thrive, Struggle, survive, and thrive. Yeah, it seems that even when you get to the top of your mountain, there's always down and there's always another mountain. And I've gone up and down a lot. Let's just say that a lot. A lot to understand that life is, it's a roller coaster. I don't know actually what else to say. And none of it's guaranteed, which really, really sucks. Sometimes they actually don't give you the seatbelt to wear on the roller coaster. And that's really hard and scary because you never know when you're going to pop off. All right. Um, but the cool thing about this book, and I urge you to go to Amazon and buy a copy, please. 
the proceeds from this book go to an amazing foundation that I'm associated with called Leap. And Leap is a foundation dedicated to teenage and high school, college age kids from around the world every year who get to come to Los Angeles. There's about 2,000 who participate in a leadership program that I, I help uh, assist along with a lot of celebrities. This year we had Paula Abdul. Last year we had Mark Wahlberg. We had 50 Cent. These kids from all around the world get to experience life at a very exciting level. And they change me. I've changed them. And we change each other. You know, it's a funny thing about kids. See, kids are only 10% of our population at any one time, but they are 100% of our future. And if you can inspire them and motivate them and teach them to make money. Uh, in fact, that was a highlight of this weekend for me personally, was both of my children got to speak at my event. And then we did a book launch at a hotel and my daughter took the stage and wow, there's a moment um, where you transcend being mom. They are turning 17 in two weeks. And I think the moment I'm experiencing now, now that they're no longer in diapers, they're not toddlers, they're not preschoolers, that I'm watching these two creatures become adults and it's blowing my mind. And all I can say is you've got to do a lot of work to get them to that point. And then as somebody says, you give them roots and then you give them wings. Ah, oh, I got just really emotional for a second there because it's going to be challenging when they decide to go off to college next year and leave the house, right? You think you're hearing me a lot on the radio now? I'm going to spend a lot more time here. All right. I would like to start today's show. I've got three very, very innovative guests and they're very diverse, but you know, that's part of what you get here on Forbes Factor. It is for entrepreneurs. It is for stay-at-home moms. It is for business executives who all say, you know, there's a little bit more to life. There's a healthy balance and a good smattering of education. And my first guest is called the Career Contessa CEO. Now, that's a word I haven't heard in a long time, Contessa. She's the number one power move advocate and she's got a mission in life to help women build successful and fulfilling careers. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I am one. Uh, so I'm going to unmute her mic and I would give a big warm welcome to Miss Lauren McGoodwin. Are you there, my darling? You need to turn on your, your camera. I oh, there we go. Sorry. <laughs> Come on, Miss Contessa. Yeah, I know. <laughs> All right, girlfriend. Now, number one, how beautiful and fun are you? Look at that. Where are you right now? I am in our office in downtown Los Angeles, and it's a very rainy, weird day here in LA, which is very unusual. We don't usually have so much weather. Well, I spent 25 years living in Los Angeles and Van Nuys, so I know that. And I am oh. here in the sunniest of weathers. Let me tell you, Tampa is like, it, it's paradise today. And this weekend, I'm heading to Chicago, where I was just informed it's 32 degrees, and I'm going to freak out. <laughs> Yeah, Chicago's not going to be warm. <laughs> I got some fun stuff to do. Hey, so talk to me about Contessa-isness. What does that mean? Yeah, so um, so my mom actually came up with the, the name Career Contessa when I was trying to, uh, basically, I wanted to create a career site for women. And so I knew I wanted the word career, and I didn't know what else you know I could call it. And she was like, well, what about Contessa, Career Contessa? I always joke she must have been watching a lot of Barefoot Contessa on the Food Network. But um, so what we do at Career Contessa, we're a career site for women. That doesn't mean we're anti-man. It just means that we tailor our content, resources, and services to women who are working in career. So that might be us addressing you know, the fact that there's a wage gap. Um, like today's uh, Latina Equal Pay Day. So we're talking about that. Um, when we are providing resources and tools, whether it's videos, podcasts, online learning courses, jobs, 
company profiles. We kind of do it all. We're really a one-stop shop resource. We are taking it from a, a woman's point of view and making sure that we are not kind of glossing over the fact that work is equal for everybody. Well, it is interesting. I've noticed just recently that I'm a woman. I didn't know that I was. <laughs> no, it's interesting that I, um, I'm a, a very powerful female speaker in very often in platforms where there's no other women at all. Yes. It's yes. funny how it, it manifested not long ago. There was no dressing room. We were in front of 10,000 people and I had a, an entourage. I had a makeup artist. I had a stylist with me and we went in wearing, you know, kind of jeans, you know, baggy pants, whatever. And we're ready to do my transformation. And they're like, well, there's no dressing room. Like, uh, yes, there is. And actually, it was being kept that night for a superstar celebrity entertainer. And I'm like, he's coming in five hours from now. I need a dressing room. And they actually ended up kicking my makeup artist out of the building because she didn't have a tab. It was all men and they had no idea why I would need all of this. And wow. it was fascinating, right? Yes. Yeah. And, and I've actually heard that before I interviewed this woman who um, she was an executive at GE for a number of years and she actually had the same thing. She went to a conference and there was no woman's bathroom. And ah. so she had to say to them like, where are the bath? Yeah. So, you know, that's what, what you're talking about is uh, and what she was talking about. Unfortunately that does happen. And then you, there's the conversations of, Hey, I found out that my male counterpart is being paid twice as much money as me. Or, Hey, when I try to speak up in a meeting, someone speaks over me or, and, and we're starting to learn a lot more about like kind of, we're having research that's backing up like, Hey, yes, actually women are uh, interrupted more often, or yes, there is unconscious bias toward women when, um, you know, if they're not seen as likable, maybe they don't, they're not seen as being quote unquote leader material. We're talking about sponsorship. Like now we at least have some research to also back up some of these things that maybe women have felt in the workplace. But so at Career Contessa, our goal is to, um, you know, we recognize that some of this is societal bias and there are. Well, let me ask you a question. Do you see it ever changing? Yeah, I, I, so we've been around for five years and I've already started to see it change uh, just from the conversations that women are having, the fact that they're speaking up more in the workplace, the way companies are reacting a lot more or to these conversations and to these comments. So yes, I, I, I think we are making very slow progress, but I do think we are making progress. Well, it's interesting because I've had a lot of observations lately and I don't know how we actually ever get any level of equality. And the reason I say that is actually I'm working with a very young, beautiful girl. And I said to her, you know, if you're going to dress attractively, not seductively, you are always going to be looked at by men in a certain way, especially men who are older, who will look at you like the secretary, the daughter, the wife. And I don't know how in a society of men and women, you can totally shift that. So then I see women in position of power who are wearing suits with short hair looking like boys. And to yeah. me, it's a little confusing and it must be confusing to men as well. Don't you think? Yeah, I, I think it's definitely, I mean, look, I think the the picture of what a leader was or what a leader looked like, the only leaders we had as examples were men in suits, right? And mostly white men in suits. And so for the very first time, we are seeing examples of leaders who are not white men in suits. And so this is sort of a new territory, but I personally, um, I interviewed someone who worked at Pinterest and it was really interesting because she told me one of the things they're trying to do at Pinterest is make sure that when you type in leadership or, you know, CEO into, you know, a pin Pinterest, you see photos outside of white men in suits. And so I do feel like over time, it's going to change. And part of that's just going to be the photos you see, what you see in the media. And it might be weird to men, but you know what? That's too bad. They have to get over that. <laughs> wow. All right. Talk to me about working for Hulu. What was that like? 
I loved working for Hulu. Um, you know, I worked for Hulu when it was back in the days when people were still getting used to this whole like watch TV on a computer thing. Nobody could really understand what we were. So I, one of the things I loved about working at Hulu is that you were at a startup that was literally at the forefront of an entire industry that was changing. I've never worked with, you know, smarter people who were, um, had a sense of urgency like none other. And that was just very exciting to be part of that from the ground up. And it really helped inspire me to launch my own company. I, I always tell people, I'm like, you want to launch your own company, go work at a startup and see how, how it's really done and what's happening there. Because that is, that was a, a really exciting time. So, and I was a recruiter. So, you know, I was hiring all sorts of roles. I got to be part of everything and anything. As you know, when you're a startup, it's sort of like, oh, we need someone to do this. So then you go and do it. Um, but I, I loved my job at Hulu. And one of the reasons why I left wasn't because I didn't love my job. But, you know, at, at a certain point, I did start to look around. And I said, wow, everybody here who's a leader is a, is a man. Um, and I am a woman in the workplace. And I'm trying to figure out, okay, how am I going to grow my career? Where are the examples for me? And that was where I started to really get interested in more career development and women in the workplace, et cetera, et cetera. So, um, yeah, I mean, my experience at Hulu was, is, it's fantastic. It's so fun to be part of a, a, a startup and a tech company. And it wasn't just tech. It was tech and entertainment. And that was, outside of Netflix, nobody else was doing that. No, it's actually quite exciting. And by the way, have you seen this? Because we need you to start recruiting this. You know what this is? <laughs> no. Okay, so this is my fitness sensation. Actually, you do this sitting at your desk. It comes in every color from pink to green to blue, but I will tell you that it actually doubles your heart rate in exactly 60 seconds. Wow. So you sit <laughs> on your computer, you lean back, your arms, your abs. It's great for punching out when you don't like somebody's email. And yeah. So the spin gym, and I will make sure that you get one of these because it's one of the most powerful revolutionary things. I created this uh, about 10 years ago, sold a little over 2 million of them. Wow. I know. That's and the well, the crazy thing is you haven't heard about it. And so for me, and one of the things that I share on my program is I'm kind of an odd entrepreneur. I am the definition of a solopreneur. I ran a million dollar company with two people in it, literally two people in it. That's because amazing. we actually outsource between being on home shopping and, and infomercials. And it's was like, oh, well, that's interesting. So all of a sudden, now I'm now that infomercials are no more thanks to no TV. I'm actually also learning how you build businesses. And I mean, you have a master's in communication. I get that. I don't have a master's. I have two, <laughs> I have two degrees. That I, I'll see my two degrees. One's in communication. I'm pretty good at that. And the other is political science. And it means I can vote. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I will tell you my master's in communication. The, the best thing that came out of that was actually I created Career Contest as the prototype. I was writing my thesis on millennial women and career resources, and I fell into some weird loophole for a grant. And they gave me the initial um, money to build a prototype of a website, which was Career Contessa. So oh, that was awesome. <laughs> that was the most beneficial part of getting a master's. I <laughs> just love that. What advice do you have for young women who are starting out? So starting out in their careers or starting out as entrepreneur, I think if you're starting on your career, the best advice I have for you is to be really curious and have a great attitude. I think going into something where, you know, don't have your mind already made up up about like, this is the type of career I want. This is, I want to be the CEO by this age. I want to do this, but like, I, I get that having a plan is important. And I get that that's kind of how we're taught in school. But I think if you're starting out your career, be curious, be open to tons of opportunities and possibilities. And also, I would say, I know everyone hates the word networking, but be a genuine 
relationship builder. Meet people, ask them questions, stay in touch with them because those are going to be your allies and your advocates as they move on to other opportunities. You move on to other opportunities. And as you know, networking is, is I mean, I know everyone hates that word, but you can call it a different word if you don't like it, but it is a really, really important piece to building your career. Let me tell you something. I came up with an idea for a movie I hadn't, I just had, uh, and I realized I had all these Hollywood friends a long time ago. And because I'd stayed in touch and thanks to social media, I picked up the phone and I got to tell you, it was relatively easy to establish what I needed and yep. move forward. So it's all about, you know, networking is an interesting, I, I'm actually kind of shy when it comes to that. So I've created some, I actually created a course called the $101,000 Handshake. Oh, I love and, that. Yeah. Uh, well, and I'll give you a little insight into that because that might help some of the people you're talking to. Uh, but in about 30 seconds, we're going off to a break because I have some sponsors that I have to network with uh, or they don't <laughs> yeah. want to pay their bills. I'm just, so I'm going to sit here and see everybody in your office needs to be doing this. I'll tell you what, you have no idea. Um, how do we find you? Um, careercontested.com. Our podcast is called the females podcast, which is F E M A I L S. Um, and then at career contest on every social media platform you can think of. Did you hear that? She redefined the word female. I love that. So for anyone who's like, I don't get it. It's supposed to be the word female and emails because our podcast is about women and work. And we felt like an email was definitely a symbol for work. (laughs) That's actually hysterically funny. All right, you guys, I am Forbes Riley. We're listening to the Forbes Factory. We talk about health, wealth, and happiness, and you're all making me smile today. All right, don't go away. We'll be right back after this break. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. If you hate going to the gym but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert Forbes Riley. The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just 5 minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit BuySpinGym.com today. Tune in to the Tony D'Urso Show with key influencers for entertaining and thought-provoking weekly discussions with some of the top stars in their fields. From business, sports, and science to entertainment, music, and literature, Tony's guests share their success and give their wisdom. If you're looking to manifest your vision and see how others have done so, be sure to listen to the Tony D'Urso Show every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencer channel. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480 294 
480-484-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You are listening to The Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. Well, everybody, welcome back. I have Miss Karina Contessa. Do people expect you like, to be wearing a crown or something when they meet you? So someone, I, I went to a conference a couple of weeks ago and she was like, oh, you're the career Contessa? I, I didn't, she like basically was letting me know like I didn't look the way she thought I was going to look. So yeah, I do think they expect like a fancy version for sure. I think that's hysterical, but actually it's a great title. Well, speaking of titles, so my new book just came out called What Have You Forbes Lately? Now, to form something means to manifest it, especially when no one else thinks it's possible. So the question I asked everyone is, what have you Forbes lately? What have you created when nobody thought you could do something? Uh, well, <laughs> this is happening all the time. Uh, we're a small team and we are constantly creating things that I think people think we're a hundred person people person team doing it. Um, but I would say recently our podcast, our podcast is the newest, um, kind of piece of content that we've created recently. And that has been, uh, quite a steep learning curve, as you know, having a show and, and, you know, having it be, um, a different format. So the audio format, but yeah, so I would definitely say the podcast. And then the other thing is we also create online courses and there is, you know, Everyone thinks, again, we're hiring professional video production teams to come in. How do you know how to make courses? We are figuring this out, and we are doing it based off of how we like to learn. We're big on online learning here at Career Contessa. So I would say those are two areas where we are manifesting them and then just making them happen. Tell me about some of the courses you're creating. Yeah, so we have online career development courses. We have one called the 24-Hour Resume Makeover. We have one called the New Manager Manual. Um, We're working on one that's coming up pretty soon about career transitions. We also have one about critical thinking. So what we do is we basically say, okay, what are the skills? Ultimately, our job at Career Contessa is to help you get to whatever step it is that you want to get to next. And we know that a skills gap um, is is sometimes one of the things that keeps people from feeling like they can go after that next job or they can transition or they can advance in their career. So we actually have created online courses that have this learning experience that is really tangible. You will walk away with a new skill set and we are going to do it in a really entertaining way as we were talking earlier about how it's super easy to have, you know, video everything. I mean, the online learning experience has gotten a lot more sophisticated. Um, So we're creating courses that help you get to where you want to go. Um, And we're doing that through anything from quote-unquote soft skills to the hard skills. Well, it's actually ironic that you were talking about training skills because my next guest who's just popped on is Brian Page, and he is the world's number one Airbnb training programmer. He created the program so that you can learn how to do this. And I will tell you what, funny story, uh, about five years ago now, hard to believe these things have been around. Like I'll jump into an Uber and someone will say, I've been driving for six years. I'm like, 
really? It's been around that long? Yeah. And I told my ex-husband, I took my daughter to Europe. We're in France. There's no hotels. And I saw this thing where you could stay at somebody's apartment. And it was a two-bedroom apartment with a washer dryer and a kitchen. And I'm like, look, we've been on, my daughter and I have been on the road for three weeks at that point. I'm like, this is fantastic. And my ex-husband is yelling at us on the phone going, you can't stay in somebody's apartment. That's just horrible. I'm like, no, I think this is a really cool idea. And now, of course, I own a whole bunch, and so does the entire world. So, Lauren and everyone else, please give a warm welcome to Mr. Brian Page. Woo! Hey, what's going on? Brian, Brian, you are the BNB formula guy. I am. That's what they tell me, at least. <laughs> well, so how did you come to create this course? You know, I got into Airbnb, gosh, it was about five years ago. I was just airbnb in my spare room in my apartment, and it turned into a giant business. And then people started reaching out to me to ask them how I did what I did, and I started getting into teaching. All right, so do me a favor. My producers are telling me, bring your microphone a little closer to you sure. so that we can absolutely hear you. And then I see a little 10X sign. Did you see me speak on the 10X stage last year? Um, I wasn't there, but I'm friends with Grant and I'm planning to be at the Vegas one next year. Well, there you go. Well, they just, my whole crew said that's much better. Don't you love how all this technology works? Good, um, good, good. Can, can anybody make a living doing Airbnb, do you think? Anybody can, yes. The, the um, vast majority of my students have never had any real estate experience or business experience, which is kind of crazy. So they, there are some real estate investors, but you don't have to know anything about real estate to, to do it and to scale it to a pretty profitable business. What do you need to know? Um, what I teach, you got <laughs> right. to know how to, uh, how to talk to owners. You got to know how to get them on board because what I teach is to use other people's properties. So you don't have to actually go out and buy property. If you want to buy property, that's great, but it opens the door for people to enjoy cash flow that you, that a real estate investor would enjoy without having to actually buy any property. Oh, that's interesting. So you're leveraging other people's homes. Now, why wouldn't they just want to do it themselves? That's a good question. You know, if people, if they were going to do it, owners, they would probably already be doing it. The vast majority of real estate investors and uh, landlords are just looking for a tenant. They're just looking for somebody to take that place and lease it long term. And so we just got to work with them just to educate them on why if they lease it to us, we're going to be the best option for them. And then we can turn around and essentially make money on Airbnb. Um, just play the, uh, the buy, buy low, sell high game. Well, and I just discovered Peer Space. I didn't know that's been around for so long, but I needed to find a place to speak when I was in Seattle, and that was very valuable. And I own enough property to be a Peer Space person. It's like this is the whole world is just changing. It is changing this fast now, Brian. Where where are you located? I'm in Charleston, South Carolina. Nice, and we're down here in Tampa. Yeah. Um, so, what's one piece of advice you can give somebody who's going? Wait, I have a spare bedroom. Should I Airbnb this? Yeah, you could certainly start there. Absolutely. In fact, most people, it, it depends on where you're starting. If you're starting where you got a bootstrap and you have no money at all, then putting your room on Airbnb is the quickest way to make cash. You can do that in the next 30 days. But if you're ready to go to the next level and get standalone properties, then what I want to do is teach you how to go out and lease that property, put it on Airbnb or partner with the owner. So I would approach you and say, um, you know, Mr. Homeowner, Mrs. Homeowner, what if I could make you more money than what you're currently making? with no extra work on your part, would you be interested to hear how to do that? And so most people are willing to hear that, right? Like if you're asking $1,000 a month for your apartment, what if I can get you 1500 a month with no extra work? And so you tell them basically what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna list your property on Airbnb, I'll do all the management, there's nothing for you to do, and we're gonna split all the profits 50-50 above what your rent is. Yeah. So you're gonna make more and I get to make money as well, and then there's no, there's no lease involved, so there's no commitment. Now what were you doing before this? Before this, I was a real estate investor. I've been a real estate investor since I graduated college. I was flipping homes for most of my life. And up until the big real estate crash, 
And that was when I, uh, I went from a 20 something millionaire to completely broke. In fact, I was a million dollars in debt at that point. And uh, wow. that was where I had to start over. And so I wasn't really excited about, you know, going out and signing my name on a bunch of mortgages again. So I was looking for an alternative way to do real estate. And that's what Airbnb afforded me. Fascinating. Lauren, do you have any Airbnbs? I don't, but I, 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 my reaction when you said you were a million dollars in debt, I was like, ooh, made me sweat a little for you. Um, I don't have any, but I think that's a terrific idea. I actually have a friend who did this once, one time, but I don't think a lot of people are aware that you can do this on a regular basis. That's a great Most idea. Most people aren't. Most people think Airbnb is a, is a way to, it's a side hustle, which it is. You can always start it as a side hustle. But I have uh, three students that just surpassed a million dollars on Airbnb. Wow. I have countless students that are doing over six figures a year and none of them own property. So this is a big business and they're, they're actually uh, Forbes magazine <laughs> actually had an article a few years ago that said there are 75 people making a million dollars or more per year on Airbnb and that number has gone dramatically up since then. So there's tremendous income potential and uh, it's, it's not that complicated. If you've ever rented a house before, then you know kind of how half of it works and I help people learn how to scale it so you can turn this into a, uh, full-time kind of income. That's fascinating. Where do people find you? Uh, you can go to B&B Formula, as in Airbnb. So it's B uh, as in boy, N as in Nancy, B, formula.com. Uh, and I also have a book if they want to check out my book. There's an audio book version uh, at brianpagebook.com. You can get the real book or the audio book. And it basically just tells my story and it goes through in detail how I did what I did. Uh, see, I'm such a girl. I'm noticing how well he's coordinated his blue eyes with his blue shirt and his blue cover of his book. But that's <laughs> that was an accident. But <laughs> yeah, there are no accidents. Come on, brand boy. We know. Uh, but I do like blue. <laughs> there you go. Well, you know what? I also want to welcome to the show because we're doing this a little bit as a panelist style because we're on Facebook as well. A sure. woman who's been very patient with me. She was booked for the last two weeks. And for a variety of reasons, I was not available. But I am today, Miss Amy. So Amy, it's, is it Amy Van Slambrook is the I've never, a name I've never heard before. Beautifully, beautifully said. Absolute perfection. Did you marry Mr. Van Slambrook? I didn't. I was born a Van Slambrook. And so um, I've been very proud to carry on the very long last name. And so thankful my parents chose a short first name. because. Oh, that's very funny. So, Where does this come from? Belgium. Right. I'm thinking it's some, you know, it's this chance it's the Van Slambrooks. Like, so <laughs> Five <laughs> foot one, I don't do it justice, but my older brothers do and my dad does. So. Well, I want to welcome you to the show. We have an incredible panel. So I've got Miss Career Contessa who's helping women with her websites. Um, and really also the fact that we, we, uh, we're talking about also doing amazing courses for her. And then Brian popped on and he apparently is the number one Airbnb formula guy for her. Not, I mean, leveraging properties. I've never even imagined, Brian, what you're talking about. I own a lot of condos and things like that. I never thought of leveraging somebody else's property. So kudos for you to outthink the outthinkers. <laughs> so Amy, come on. What's your new innovative idea here? You well, are my, my new innovative idea would actually support the two of you and your students and your efforts because I really focus on helping people utilize their traumas and their pain and their past so that they can just go on into a more powerful future because I think that's where it all starts. You know, we're freed up in ways and we have gifts that are amazing if we look at our past with different eyes and we really take the time to listen to the messages that come through those wounds. And how do you come to that kind of training? Well, I, I actually lived it 
for all of my life. And that's the best training ground doing my own personal work with therapists and coaches and mentors. And um, then I got a master's degree in clinical mental health counseling. I've done extensive training and coaching and I'm just, I'm a, a lifelong learner. So I'm still evolving and changing. And now I'm coaching with the amazing Tim Story and just um, love being able to impact people's lives because when you give them a voice, it allows them to have a life that, that they never dreamed possible. So Lauren, let me ask you a question. What's one big obstacle? In fact, we're talking about my book that's just come out a little, self, little what is it? Shameless plug is the word I'm looking for. <laughs> what have you Forbes lately? Uh, the idea of, um, because I also teach a breakthrough type training and these are my students who have managed to create, if you Forbes something, that means you've manifested, especially when no one else thinks it's possible. So Lauren, what's one major obstacle that you can share with my audience that you overcame, but you really coming close didn't think you could actually get over this one? Yeah, I mean, I think I would say probably the internal struggle. So when you're an entrepreneur, there's a lot of self-doubt that's like, can I do this? Like, who who am I to be doing this thing? Uh, Especially when you are building, like when I left Hulu to launch Career Contessa, I was told consistently, the world does not need a career site for women. Uh, That's not going to go anywhere. It's not going to be successful. And one of the things that um, I think you have to kind of persevere through is your own self-doubt when things are not going well, when things are overwhelming, when you don't think that you're going to be able to build a site or sell something. But um, I would say, you know, a specific struggle that I've overcome recently with Career Contessa is, um, I mean, not to always take it all back to the online courses, but developing online courses is one of those things where there isn't a blueprint on how to do this and how to create these learning experiences and how to teach people these skills that they need. So um, for us, I think the confidence of being able to say, hey, we figured this out or we're, we're doing it and we're adapting and, and people like it and they're buying it, that, that's confidence that helps. We, we basically are able to take that into what we build next at Career Contessa. So Brian, how about you? What's a personal trauma that you've managed to overcome to become successful? Because you've obviously been successful for a very long time. Uh, successful and un- unsuccessful. <laughs> That's the best part. You, um, over, uh, you know, for me, it was overcoming, you know, my biggest failure in business, which was after the real estate crash, um, having my entire identity wrapped up in uh, my net worth, wrapped up in being successful. Um, to go and be broke, to, to start broke is one thing, but to become broke again after having huge success is very painful. So I had to learn to be uh, essentially um, to make sure my identity wasn't completely wrapped up in what I did for a living, which is most men, and to learn that um, that I have an identity beyond that. And, and it really put me in the right position to be able to have success again, which is great. So I think... Yeah, so, um, so let me ask you a question though. When it got really tough, because I imagine that... I've gone up and down. What yeah. was the one thing? What did you use to pull on for strength for real? Um, God, for sure. My relationship with God and, and my family. Um, I wasn't married at the time, but my, my parents and my friends and, uh, and a mentor who kind of uh, saw me struggling for years where I, I was basically trying not to do anything. I was, I was doing the minimum that I possibly could do in life just to get by. And he one day pulled me aside and is like, dude, you need to get back in the game. Like you got to get back in the game. What are you doing with your life? And I was like, I, I'm done, man. That was just a fluke. And I'm, not, I'm fine to just kind of coast now, which is a lot of people, right? Just coast, do the bare minimum. It's working a job that I hated. And, uh, you know, my time wasn't my own. I didn't have any, any money or any wealth or anything like that. So just having somebody say, you can do more and you need to get back in the game that I respected was enough for me to say, yeah, maybe it is time to get back in the game. 
Amy, how important is it to have, I've got two minutes to break, Amy, how, how important is it to have faith, do you think? I think it's essential. I, I really think that's the, the foundation for everything else. You know, it's defining that. For me, that's God. And um, it is the biggest and best part of my life. And it's led to the greatest adventure. But it's taken on such a different meaning because, Brian, what I hear you forming is really a relationship with your spirituality and your faith um, and God rather than just going through rituals, that it had to become real and tangible for you. And that as you made that shift, I hear that your focus went outward into how you can make an impact on other people rather than just inward, um, which may have been more the case in your 20s. I'm just, I'm just guessing that it was a shift in focus. And Forbes, you embody that um, in every conversation um, that, I, that I've been blessed to hear you on. Well, thank you. Hey, guys, we've got about 42 seconds to a break because – Goodness knows, I can't say God, my sponsors are going <laughs> to jump in and, uh, and say hi. Uh, this is amazing. I hope you guys enjoyed this kind of impromptu panelist format, but I'm enjoying it to no end. I love the idea that I've got very talented people who get to talk to each other. It was inspired by late night James Corden, and I thought, you know, this is a fun idea. So um, we're going to go, we're going to be right back. You guys are listening to the Forbes Factor. My name is Forbes Riley. We're talking about health, wealth, and happiness. And think about it, guys. What have you Forbes lately? We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. If you hate going to the gym, but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert, Forbes Riley. The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just 5 minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. Do you feel you have a bigger life's purpose than you're currently living? Of course you do. Activate your passion as you tune in to Sovereign Self with host Zofia Renea Morales. Become the conscious creator of your own life. Connect with your most powerful and purposeful self in order to make big things happen for you now. Sophia and her guests are doing this every day and are sharing how you can step into this power too. Listen to Sovereign Self every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel.
You are listening to The Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. You know, one of the things we focus on is budding entrepreneurs, people who are starting out in their careers, who really want a leg up, want that advice, want somebody who's gone down the road. And one of those amazing young women is Joanna over here, who is young. We'll just say you're young. Young enough to really understand Pinterest and Instagram. It's fun to have her around because mm-hmm. I there is an age gap. That's all I can say. If you remember a time when a phone was attached to a wall, it, it makes total sense to me that certain electronics don't work. She's laughing at me, right? So what do you think of the conversation so far? You guys did amazing. And um, definitely, I, I- Come clean in a little bit. Um, just listening in. Um, I love everything that I've been listening to. Um, Brian, all that that Airbnb stuff. I totally get it. I tried doing that for a little bit. I was like, you know what? I'm going to take a backseat on this for a little bit. It's, Why? What was one of your struggles with Airbnb? Oh, it wasn't a struggle. I just took a backseat on it. I just never went forth with it. Well, one of the problems I think is, in today's day and age is yeah. there's so many opportunities. There's so many right. social medias. You can't dominate Facebook and YouTube right. and Instagram. It's it's a bit overwhelming. So that's an interesting thing. Let's do social media. Amy, what's your social media of choice? I'm loving Instagram, but it's my newest area. And so I'm still trying to figure out the culture and the language so I'm definitely with you on the age gap because I still long for days with a, with a phone cord that you can twist around in and, and that kind of thing. But it just is such a great place to interact and really see people show up in their daily lives. Well, I'm just kind of sad because I'm a little too old to be sore in my butt right now. And I'm like, darn, that would have been so much fun. <laughs> Brian, what's your social media of choice? You know, I'm on all the socials right now. I, it, it's kind of a new thing for me to do social media because I've been so focused on uh, my course and doing my real estate and other businesses that I just recently started putting out content. So um, that's kind of been a new thing for me. But I use Facebook and Instagram primar- primarily. Um, and I'm on YouTube as well. I'm kind of everywhere. But, well, uh, let's talk about your yeah. course just for a second because uh, Lauren and I were talking about that earlier and I've got a bunch of courses online and I love the, I, I, I teach anyway. So it's actually been very exciting to be able to teach through this platform. How long did you spend creating your course? Uh, well, I did it kind of backwards. Uh, I spent six months creating the course but before I ever tried to market it. And most people say do it the other way around. But actually, it was, it was kind of one of those things where I just absolutely knew that it would sell. I knew people needed it because nobody was teaching how to do what I was doing. Um, and, and so I just kind of spent six months literally doing nothing else. I didn't, I didn't go out with my friends. I didn't date. I just logged myself in my room and said, for the next six months, I'm going to create the world's best course on this particular topic. And, uh, and the very first time I ever did a webinar, it just absolutely crushed. And we, we closed, I think a third of the people on the webinar purchased the product. And that was my first experience selling online and it just did really well. And since then we've done, um, nearly $10 million in sales and it's just been doing really well. And, and I've been able to get you know, thousands of people all over the world to, to start doing Airbnb for the first time. It's been really, really cool. So, Lauren, did you hear that number? You're sitting here going, huh. <laughs> so like, let's have a little oh. conversation about doing $10 million worth of business. So explain exactly how you did that. Uh, you know, I, I have really, really smart people that I work with. I, I, um, I have the world's best team. I, I'm really good at hunting out talent and finding the world's best experts to work with me. I try to remain selectively ignorant about things. So for example, people approach me and say, how do you do your, your funnels online? How do you do your ads? How do you, 
do this or that. And I have no idea because I hire the best people I can find to do those things. And so by leveraging really good talent, I'm talking like world-class talent, that's how I'm able to get the results that I get. And I have no employees in my office. I'm the only one in this office. Um, it's all with working with people around the world. And I think that's really, really important. I think most entrepreneurs spend way too much time trying to learn a whole bunch of different skill sets instead of just hiring out those skill sets. So I only do a couple things. I teach, I put myself on camera and record my course, and that's about it. And everything else I hire out. And I think that's why I've been successful is I have really smart people, way smarter than me, that I can work with. So, Lauren, do you have any questions? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel like I'm doing it backwards as well. I mean, we we also, it sounds like, Brian, you have one main product. We have uh, over 12 online courses. So, we're uh, really creating more of like an e-learning library because yeah. um, when you're talking about careers, we can't just talk about job search or career growth. We've kind of been in a place where we, <laughs> and maybe we should have done the way Brian did, where <laughs> we created one major course. So, our products are priced anywhere from $57 to $200, which what I've learned from all of this core stuff, that is like that, you know, when you are pricing your products of what you're selling, if you're selling one thing versus a slew of things, um, these are completely different, you know, apples and oranges kind of sort of things. And, mm -hmm. um, but it's, I, I, I totally agree with what you're saying, Brian, which is like hire out the smart people who know what they're doing um, and don't, waste your time trying to learn everything on your own. So I have learned that the hard way. <laughs> um, and we also, if it makes you feel any better, Brian, we create all of our own courses first and then we market them second. So That's great. I, well, I, I mean, you can, you can learn these skill sets. It's just a slower, it's a slower path, right? I yes. mean, to become a mat, like really master something takes a long time. And the, the fast way to get there, if you look at the way Google has grown so fast, is Google is just a giant black hole for talent. They suck in the best people from around the world and they tell them to, to work on things that, that they're passionate about, and they give them a lot of time to go pursue crazy projects. That's why Google is so great. It's not that the guys who started Google are the smartest guys on the planet, although they are very smart. It's because they bring talent to them. And so that's really, I can't hope to hire people that's smart enough to be working, at, be working at Google, but I do work with the best people that I can find. And I tell every entrepreneur that's what they should do in their business. You've got to find the very best world-class uh, people to bring onto your team or hire them, pay, pay for their time. So, Amy, how is this resonating with you? I absolutely believe this is true. And I think, again, it, it takes a solid foundation inside of you to be able to admit maybe at first that you aren't the person who needs to figure this out, but also getting the help that you need, you know, and that's really about having a strong foundation internally. And that has been my journey when I felt confidence and understood true leadership involves bringing in the right people. It isn't about doing everything yourself. Um, it's really about being a whole lot more strategic about that. But that was, that was a part of me that came out when I had the, the self-confidence and belief that I could believe my choices and words. And so it all, it all funnels up. I think nice. it's fantastic. What are you guys looking forward to for 2020, Ms. Lauren? Well, I have a book coming out in uh, 2020, so I am looking forward to, <laughs> to being done with that and having it out in the world. I know, Forbes, you have a book that is out recently, and I can just say as someone who, um, you know, accepted the book offer, working with a publisher, it was a lot more work than I thought, but it, now I feel like my, my baby's coming out into the world in 2020. So that's what I'm looking forward to is, is getting that out there. Wow. And what's the nature of your book? 
So it's called Power Moves. It's how to pivot, reboot, and build a career of purpose. And it's really kind of the cornerstone of all the research and data and conversations we've been having at Career Contessa over six years is how are people who have not just successful careers, but fulfilling careers, what is the what are those common denominators? What are the things that make them different than some of the other people? So the book is really all about how you can build not just a successful career, but a fulfilling career. Nice. Brian, 2020. Um, we are going to be launching Page Digital Network. So we're going to be having live shows on all the social media channels every single day uh, that either I'm hosting or other experts in the real estate and home sharing and gig economy will be hosting on my uh, network as well. And so we've got three shows ready to go. We've got one called Property Hackers, which is all about how to make money on Airbnb and hack other people's properties and any kind of real estate type um, of uh, money-making opportunity. And then we've got Digital Titans, which is interviewing the world's greatest online entrepreneurs, online business people. And then the third one is going to be um, Beyond the Book, which is where I interview authors. So I know several people here are probably <laughs> need to interview, and we interview authors to find out uh, what is the wisdom behind the book and how do they get the idea and basically allow them a, a platform to be able to share what they're teaching in their books. So Did you find shows. in all your studies, have you found that special girl, by the way? Special girl? Yeah. Yes, I'm, I'm married. Yes. So I just, is that what you mean? <laughs> well, yeah, I think you'd said that you, you had been married at one point. Yes. Uh, no, 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 no. I was single and I got married recently in the uh, last couple of years. Well, congratulations for figuring out how to do it all. Um, yeah. That's kind of <laughs> Dude, I'm kind of looking at you going, wow. I'm trying. I'm, I'm a new father too, so I'm trying. <laughs> and you had time for sex? That's amazing. <laughs> barely, barely. You have a boy or a girl? A uh, little girl. She's going to be one uh, December 8th. Oh, my goodness. Well, you're in for the entire ride of your life. My teenagers, my twins turn 17 in two weeks. All right. And it awesome. has been a ride that I would not have traded for any. What the most blessed thing you can do in the world. All the books and all the podcasts are nice. But watching little kids grow up and... You heard my, my kids speak. They're, um, it's pretty amazing to watch them become people. I'm very Absolutely. proud of that. And Miss Amy, what are you looking forward to? I am so excited about 2020. I'm going to be publishing my first book, um, launching my podcast, and we're also working on a suite of online courses because my heart is really to reach a lot more people um, and to be able to help them because it's all about finding that treasure um, in what has seemed like a really tragic past. It's not about why me, it's why not me, and what is this supposed to help me make a difference um, in the lives of other people. Well, I've been a big firm believer, having been through some massive tragedies of my own, that life happens for you, not to you. Uh, mm -hmm. Grateful for the crazy, stupid things that have happened to me over my life, because I wouldn't be this person. But uh, it's Definitely a life well-led and very interesting. But I'm – so now, you know, you're coming up. I'm looking at my 17-year-olds, and all of a sudden, everybody you know has a podcast and a book and an online course. Is that like a new prerequisite? That's what my daughter's like. I don't want to go to college, Mom. I got it. I just need to learn all the things I'm watching here. Is that like the new 21st century thing? It's sort of the standard portfolio, and I've looked at that, you know, myself and thought, wow, this is just sort of what what is expected of a lot of entrepreneurs and people making difference. I know. Here's the health and fitness book. Here's the health and fitness product. Here's the other book. I'm like, oh my God, I'm on. Okay. What else can we do? Well, I'm taking after Brian when I grow up. I just want to do it all. are <laughs> so high. Yes. Well, it is, it is interesting. Um, although I, I do like the sensibility. The three of you, one of the things that I'm hearing is a sense of faith and family and spirit and how we actually stay connected. And what I'm liking about the three of you right now, you included, is that 
family seems to be very important and finding somebody that you love. You know, I hate to, I hear so often people are so busy and consumed that that's, they miss the good stuff, <clears throat> you know, and as Thanksgiving and Christmas is coming up once again, I swear it was just, I swear it was just the summertime. I know it was I was two just, months ago. it was. <laughs> I'm still in February of 2019 Forbes. If you want to join me, I've said, <laughs> I'm not ready for it to be December, but I love it. <laughs> well, that's all right. Well, you need to drive up here and say hi. I have a beautiful television studio. If you find yourself, any of you in Tampa, Florida, please actually come and say hi. We do a lot of amazing things here. And uh, I just want to say thank you. Real quick, I've got about three minutes to the end of my show. I would love a sentence, a thought of what you're going to be focused on, what my entrepreneurs can be thinking about moving forward. Miss Lauren, go first. Well, I think I have to encourage everyone to ditch the fear and make a power move in 2020. I, I always pick a word to describe each year and power is obviously my weird, my word for 2020. Disruption was my word for 2019. So I would encourage everyone to think about how they can like step into their power in the next decade and slash next year. Funny automation was my 2019. Brian, go. I would say uh, let's all learn how to work less and have more, which is going to be the title of the book that I'm working on, which I, which I haven't spoken about yet. Uh, learning how to create more passive income in your life so you can have more time, have more energy, have more uh, room to pursue your passions other than just working all the time. And I think that's something that. that people need to hear now. Work? Yes, Miss Amy. Well, I think that people ought not get scared by the immediate tragedies that are happening around them because it's really about focusing on the infinite and really about the long game and realize we don't have to be afraid of what's in our past. If you dive deep, you're going to find the best gifts that are contained there. I'm absolutely thrilled by today's show. What do you think? You first time you're ever sitting and witnessing it. First time she put me on the spot. There you go. But that's what life is all about. That's what we're teaching all weekend. Congratulations for stepping up to the challenge. You made a power move. (laughs) Yeah, I love how you actually got the title of her book in there. But what have you seriously Forbes lately? That's what we put on. That's a marketer right there. (laughs) That's what we teach you because if you can market it, then you can't have passive income. Guys, I want to thank you very much. You know, from the bottom of my heart, I have been doing this show almost 11 years. I want to thank my team in Arizona for being some of the best, most conscientious, amazing people. They put up with last minute crazy changes and uh, they're just so supportive. So I love the show. All of you who are committed to listening to it every week, make sure that you go to one of the platforms like also besides Voice America, but go to iTunes or Spotify. Give us a review. Let us know how we're doing, what you'd like to hear next. Follow us on social media. And that's pretty much all I've got to say. The question is, what have you Forbes lately? Guys, I will talk to you soon. Make sure that you email me your address, your phone number, and let's have some fun Christmas gifts in the mail. Yes? Come on. Here we go. I can say spin gem. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Forbes. Bye, everybody. Thanks. Cheers. Thank you for making the Forbes Factor an important part of your week. Be sure to join Forbes Riley again next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. We'll see you again soon.